Glenn Peterson joins me now in downtown Cara. Firstly, Glenn, welcome. Thank you. Um, we're what, about 10 days out from the, the classic camp draft for, for Nutrien, and um, myself and Butter were around having a look for some of the standard breads, but I thought I'd take the opportunity to catch up with uh, someone a little bit different. I like doing different chats, and people, people know it. Firstly, this year, you're going to be a, a judge at the classic sale. Yeah, um, lucky enough I've um, been asked to judge the Classic, um, which is a great privilege to be able to um, be asked and, and put something back into the sport. Um, Nutrien, um, well firstly Landmark's been very good to me over the years and, and now Nutrien, so um, yeah, no, super excited about it. Um, it's one of the things I've noticed going around from the camp trust, the way judges um, are you know, promoted, if you like. I, I think it's great. It's, they're not like an umpire in a uh, game of rugby or AFL. They're promoted and, you know, get, pr get presented generally at most of the bigger drafts anyway, get presented with um, something for being a, being a judge at these these sorts of events. Yeah, it's mainly just uh, being, you know, the privilege of being asked at, at a big event. Um, you know, you go around every weekend and, and judge your, your fair share and take your turn um, because if you don't, um, you know, the events doesn't, doesn't run. So to be asked to, to judge a major event like this um, is, you know, for me, it's um, a proud moment and, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Is it the equivalent of winning, like uh, winning a draft, or is it a little bit different? Yeah, well, it's probably a little bit different, but um, it's to be asked for, for, for a major event, um, yeah, it is, is to be something um, proud about, for sure. You're, you come from like a sporting background. I mean, I believe you weren't too bad on the rugby. Yeah, played rugby league um, as a child and, and, um, and for a fair few years after that. So, yeah. How did the love of the horses, where did that come from? Um, always enjoyed the horses as a kid. I got into camp drafting when I was about 11 yep. um, and, and through the juniors and, and started off through Pony Club actually and then um, went on from there and then um, when I finished school I went to Sydney for a couple of years at Penrith and got a little bit homesick and missed the horses so yeah that's when I come back from playing football and, and started uh, camp drafting and got a bit sort of serious um, after that. Did you play first grade with Penrith? No. No. Just played under 21s down there. Enjoyed it though? Yeah, yeah, loved it. Loved the footy. Um, just, yeah, missed the horses and got a bit homesick for the country life. You would have probably would have opened your eyes up though, going to Penrith, um, seeing how the professionals train. I mean, you're only, you're saying they're under 21s, but obviously, you know, to be able to see how they, they train and how they perform, does... Does that sort of, did that bring you back home with some different ideas? Oh, absolutely. And, and it gives you, um, to be dedicated to something and you have to be to, to last down there. And it's no different than, than our game, you know. And a lot of people always say, you know, you only get out what you put in. Um, so, you know, if you want to keep up with the leaders, um, you actually got to put in that effort at home before you go away on a weekend. Does that help you with the horses? Um, yeah, it does. I think it's it's a very mental um competitive thing especially when the cattle get tough you, you got to have be that have that mental edge on your next competitor and you know and and don't look weak uh go in there positive the whole time um and and don't take any negative thoughts um when you're riding in that camp for sure is that one of the things you you pride yourself on i suppose is no matter how bad or good your weekend's going when you go in there you you can block everything out to that one cow is that what you're oh pride? yeah and <laughs> You know, you can only play over the cards you've been dealt too when you when you're competing. Um, but you know, when you get the opportunity, make the most of it um, because if you miss out, somebody else will pick it up. Yeah, and they get the, if you get the right one or the, or the wrong one. It's one of the parts I, I find so intriguing because you, you you need the right horse, you need to be the right sort of rider. 
but then you need the right beast as well. Yeah, 100%. And, um, but when you do get the right beast, make the most of it. Yep. Don't miss an opportunity. You would have seen, I suppose, it change, and, and for mine, the way the industry is changing, or now how professional the camp drafting is getting. Um, I've had an association with Nutrient for a couple of years, but I reckon even in one year, you can just see the bars getting raised higher and higher. Do you enjoy that? Um, yeah, you do, and it, and it makes you um, get dedicated at home. Makes you put in a bit more effort. You know, you, get, you go back a few years ago, and um, you could probably get away of not riding your horses during the week, or ride them once or twice, and, and just turn up on a weekend and still be competitive. Where now, like I was saying before, you, you know, you got to put the effort in during the week um, to get something out of on the weekend. There's more and more people doing it. The sports getting bigger and bigger every year um, your top end horse trainers and, and like any sport um, the technology in it and there's better trainers there's better horses there's um, the overseas uh, imported um, American cutting horses and reining horses coming uh, to Australia now uh, crossbreeding with our stock horses so every year we're seeing seeing um, new lines of horses that, that are improving our breed improving the performance horse industry um, yeah and so you, you got to be on your toes and going forward with with everything all the time as a sportsman not something much of a drafter do you enjoy seeing these different breeds coming through and, and also probably the traditional horses still standing up yeah 100 percent um it, it no matter what horse industry that that you're in there's is um or, or livestock industry is probably good and bad breeds or, or not every breed will suit one person or another um but yes, it, it is interesting. And the best thing about the camp draft world and the performance side of things, performance horse side, is that there's no right or wrong breeds. Um, you can cross, uh, we've got an open mind on everything. You can cross breed um, to, to get um, a better performance horse. If it works, you're a genius. If it doesn't, well, no, it doesn't really matter. You just cross it to something else and go again. I, um, last year was my first year at Classic and anyone watching this and haven't been, recommend you go it's it's tricky to go because uh, it's a great time of the year there's so many other things going on but one it's just an enormous eye-opener how big it actually is now yeah well now well this year we've got record entries in the open the classic um camp drafts and then the challenge um you know there's 640 odd sale horses again it's just every year it seems to get bigger and bigger. Uh, 2022, we've seen um, the first, the, the start-up of the graduates draft, yep. which is for the uh, horses that have been purchased out of Landmark and Nutrient over the last 15 years. Um, so it's a great concept in, in my mind because you're just not buying a horse to go back to compete at one draft. You know, come um, this year, later in the year, when the graduates on all those horses have been brought out in the last you know 15 years, can go back and compete um, for good prize money again. And it's great because last year you forget about some of the horses that have actually been purchased out of Landmark or, or Nutrient, and. Um, it's great to see and a little reminder well they, those good horses and, and open horses have come out of this sale yeah and they still stand the test of test of time yeah. just to the sale before we get on to the draft though the one thing i did notice different styles of horses i suppose like different you know shapes sizes whichever way you, you want to go but then also buyers and you know it's one of the great things i love about nutrient is how they have raised the bar especially once the sales actually started how everyone's all of a sudden dressed smarter because they're going to go and purchase a nice horse but you've got people come from all different works walks of life if you like they can buy a horse can potentially camp draft for some terrific money but also 
could, as you said, in the performance horse world, um, be a star in one of the other dif disciplines. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> you don't have to go on camp draft, like you said. You know, I know a, um, a gentleman or a doctor here in Cowra, he went a couple of years ago and, and brought a horse out of there, a gelding, because he just wanted a horse to ride around the farm back here. Um, it. Yeah, he, he loves the horse, um, musters his cattle and everything and rides on the weekend, but he went to the Nutrien and, and purchased the horse for that same reason. So you don't have to be a serious camp drafter um, or challenged person if you just want a horse. Um, well, at the end of the day, where else can you go and, and in, have a look at 640 horses over two days um, and make up your mind on, on which one you want to buy? And if you're looking to buy one, where else can you go and look at 600 horses to make up your mind on which one you want to buy? They were they work, you work them, you dry work them as well to show them off so they can work on cattle or they can dry work, work them, you don't have to, you just showcase the horses and then sell them and again they sort of still work them around. Bardo can't hear this, someone will find this hard to believe, he's actually on the phone. How prestigious um, is this sale? Like, you know, predominantly most of my people sell harness horses and you guys have a lot of sales over the years, over a year. How prestigious is this? Well, I think um, with the incentives that, that Nutrien has given back now and how long it's been running for, um, it, it's right up there now because, A, it's, it's prize money. Um, it's the challenge of being able to pick and choose a horse, out, especially out of that classic, um, the under four-year-old horses that come back to compete as under five-year-old horses. And not necessarily the most expensive horse or the best horse that goes through the sale will win the draft. Um, we, we, you know, we've seen it over the few years, last couple of years, you know, five and $6,000 horses have come through and has been just as competitive as the top-end horses. And it's great, and I know the graduates, I just can't think of the horse's name at the minute, horses coming back and generational horses coming back. Like I think it was the first mare, um, one of the first mare to win the classic, classic draft, yeah. her, her, one of her progeny won the first of the, the graduates last yeah. year. I yeah. just can't think of the names of the horses. No, I'll, get, I'll, get, um, I'll get into trouble for that, but that's okay. Yeah, no, it, it's super. And, and like you said, you know, it, it's breeding and, and crossbreeding and, and trying to get that right mix to um, to come through with the goods at the end of the day, yeah. At the end, of, back just onto the to the breeds and how they look and that. That nearly shows the test of time. There's all these new breeds coming in and then that whole family that the Lawrence has picked up, the mare, um, it's still that foundation if you like a horse that started off the the classic sale they're still standing the test of time even though they're on new breeds and new styles coming through yeah for sure and i think that's you know that's the beauty about our sport um everyone's technology and, and everyone's progress forward and we can still wind the clock back um you know there's people that just like straight um heritage bred stock horses there's people like a mixed half and half because you get that little bit better temperament and then there's people like the, the purebred quarter horses you know if they've got um off-farm jobs or whatnot they like them horses that, that are pretty you know a bit quieter and, and a bit Bomb more proof. sensible yep and they can um just get on them on a the weekend and, and go and have a lot of fun on you're judging um at the classic you've won the open uh, um, yeah, I was lucky enough to win the, the first um, Landmark Open. The first ever? Yep, 2009. Oh. Yep, don't show your age, no, it's it, it okay. Um, and you won the Masters, no? Yeah, won the Masters yep. on Matt and Kylie's Weber horse, um, yep. Witness. Um, Matty tore his groin um, and gave me the opportunity to ride, ride his horse and yeah. Um, won, won the Masters one year and also run fourth in the Classic too. And that's what I was going to say, so which one, which do you hold? more if you like like because i would imagine running fourth in a classic so a fair um accomplishment yeah it is for um a young mare and you put put a lot of work into that um but still the, the 
my special one would be the first um, open. open. Can never and, take it off you. And on um, Soda Stormbird, an old Amiga mare of um, of ours that come from Lindsay and Jan Knights. Um, yeah, and she's she's a special horse at home and on our place. Um, she's about 26 year old now, and it looks like a pretty old grandma. But um, yeah, she that's that's my special moment. She's still got a special place yeah. in your hearts as well. Yeah, I, I would yeah. imagine Lindsay Knight and those guys, the cattle donors, they make it all all these things so worthwhile. But like I met Lindsay at the graduates last year for the first time. They just they they love this time of year as well. It's it's quite a unique, I suppose. I don't know what you'd say a, a, an event because it's not a sale, it's not a draft. It's sort of this massive um, meeting it's, of everything, isn't it? It's a huge event, and um, it drink, brings people all over Australia to it um, for the week week long. It's nearly like a, a, a festive week long party, um, incorporated in the horse sport that that people love. Yeah, you know, and that's why it's so big. Um, and to be able to have watch. Um, great drafting and then have the sale after it and more importantly um, the buzz that um, Lindsay and Jan Knight would get out of loaning their cattle yeah. uh, and, and their beautiful cattle every year and um, Matt and Kylie Webber they've got cattle going again this year and their cattle are always good um, so those cattle donors that always lend a hand um, no matter what time of year it is or how tough it is you know they're the ones that need a pat on the back and, and say thanks to them because you know as we know the events don't run without without those people. But we say it's an event because they actually enjoy the festivities as well. That's right. And rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so they should. They definitely should have fun. Um, how many you have to judge? Uh, I think Bardo said there's about 365 or 70 in the Classic this year. So, long, yeah. long days? Yeah, yeah, but we're pretty lucky. It's split over three days the first round. Um, so in the thirds, so this year. So it's, it's nice, short, sharp each afternoon. And, um, yeah, we'll be right. We'll get through it. Before I let you go, the one thing I know a lot of people don't want to get, the whip in the yard. As a judge, do you look forward to giving the whip into the yard to, to certain people? <laughs> no, no. And um, unfortunately, we all take a turn at it. We all we all get it. But um, you just don't want to get it at the big events. No, no, you don't. Not. A great conversation with Pete Kaminsky about it one day. And, uh, yeah, basically he was teaching these young blokes and saying you don't want the whip in the yard. And then later on there was a draft. He was the first one up and cop the whip in the yard yeah. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. you know like so but it, i think it's a great event i, I just want to keep promoting it i love it I, yeah. I, I've, above everything else i love the people and how they embrace it and uh the joy some people have of uh, just making a final or just getting a score um even if it doesn't make a final you know they might only get an 81 it's not going to take them any further but they got that 81 and that's just some of the joys you get out of the sport that's exactly right and and for, for a lot of people that the go to there because they don't get an opportunity too often to, to, um, to compete at these big drafts and it is a buzz you know there's a great atmosphere especially if you do make a final um, or even get to the second round and, and you scrape through and you just miss out on the final by a couple of points because you walk away from there and go right next year I'm going back or you buy another horse because you've got the buzz from the start of the week um, and you think I want to be a part of this again and um, the only reason the only way you can go back the following year is to buy or to sell um, so it, once those people get a buzz in their bellies at the start of the week um, next thing they're putting their hands in the pockets at the end of the week. I love that part of it. That's one thing I do like. If you don't purchase or sell, um, or if you <laughs> generally most people do both, um, you don't get back. Um, so that's a, it's, and it ends up being a family reunion nearly every year, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And uh, but you look at this year, you know, I think I looked up that the vendors that have put horses in this year, and, and I can't. Um, I think there's just under 500 vendors out of 640 horses. So, you know, to to me, everybody there's a lot more people every year wanting to sell a horse there um, to be able to get involved in it, and that's why we've got record numbers for the draft this year. 
Can I let you go? Do you know the dates? Because I'm going to get into trouble. I know it's the last week in January and it goes through to uh, early February. But um, anyway, go, go and check out Nutrient Equine. It will be trotting people. Just go to Nutrient Equine as well. But go to the Performance Horse Park and you'll see it. it. It'll start Friday the 27th of January. <laughs> and goes for 10 days after that. Finishes the following Sunday. Yep. Uh, very well. Glenn, thanks for joining me. Thanks for a chat. You weren't sure what you are in for. Hopefully it was all, all good, mate. Uh, we'll better let you get back to work. Um, it's going to be a warm one in here in Carra, But thanks, thanks for giving me a bit of your time, mate, and uh, good luck at the Classic. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, man.